It's Topics, the podcast where two comedians discuss serious topics in a serious way. Although if something funny happens, we do not censor ourselves. Uh, and we, we allow humor to make its presence known even during the most serious of topics. Hello, Michael Showalter. Hello, Michael Black. How are you? I'm great. Um, you there know, was a... Yeah, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, as always, Topics is a highlight of my week. I enjoy recording it. I enjoy thinking about it. I enjoy getting all up in the topics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, it's important. You know, one of the things that we that we try to do on this show is to really unpack yes. um, the topic and to really um, get inside it, look at its guts, and see what's in there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I'm recalling a story, perhaps apocryphal, perhaps not, that the great artist um, uh, Michelangelo, who mm-hmm. lived in Italy um, mm-hmm. during, the, during the 13th century, was doing – trying to perfect his drawings of the human anatomy. And to do mm-hmm. so, he would actually steal human corpses, dissect them. And study their musculature and their mm-hmm. guts, contrary to the law of the time. Uh, but mm-hmm. he he would do this anyway because he was so passionate about mm-hmm. drawing uh, the human anatomy. And and I feel like that's what we're doing in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, although instead of drawing the human anatomy, we're drawing upon human knowledge. Mm, that's so true. Yes, it's so true. Um, and I wanna I wanna just say that. Um, to that end, um, we – for our new listeners, um, I want to just go over some of the ground rules and guidelines for the show. Please. Um, for the new listeners out there, uh, there's one um, ground rule for the show, which is that there are no ground rules for the show. That's right. There is, however, a guideline. And the guideline is that on this show, we endeavor to cover 80% of whatever topic it is that we're discussing in the amount of time that we have on the podcast. So, um, you know, so in past, in past, uh, podcasts, for example, when we did the topic of science and medicine, in the 25 minutes or whatever it was that we were discussing that topic, we didn't, we weren't able to get to 80%. That's right. Um, but I know that more recently, um, we had a topic, um, poetry, I think was the topic and we were able to get way above 80% in the time allotted. So it's a guideline. And that, for that reason, if we aren't able to accomplish it, there's no consequence but um, it's definitely something that we're striving to achieve. I'd like to add a suggestion. In addition to the rule and the guideline, okay. I'd like to add a suggestion. Mm-hmm. And the suggestion is for the listeners, mm-hmm. when you have completed listening to each episode of Topics, mm-hmm. if we've only gotten to 80%, find a friend mm. and do the other 20% yourself. That's amazing. That is so amazing because I want topics 
to not just be reactive. Mm. I want it to be proactive. Mm-hmm. And I want people to take these topics into their own lives mm-hmm. and make a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, there, mm-hmm. there's, there's that saying from the movie, The Sixth Sense, pay it forward. Mm. And that's what I want our listeners to do. Mm. So that's great, Mike. That's great, Mike. It's a suggestion, you know, and you can take mm-hmm. it or leave it, but I strongly su- I that's, suggest you take it. <laughs> I just think that's phenomenal. Yeah. I think that's phenomenal. Well, it's important. You know, I'm I and you know, we're doing we're doing 80% of the work. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. love for the listeners to do the last 20%. Yeah. And let and hopefully let that 20% spur conversation to maybe a whole other topic. You mentioned um Michelangelo, the great uh, painter and and artist and inventor and all these different things that he did. No, he invented um, the helicopter. Yeah. Well, he he invented a primitive version yes, of the helicopter. Yes. Let's let's not. Uh, no, I don't want to exaggerate. I don't want to <laughs> exaggerate. Uh, no, there were no you know. helicopters flying well, around in be, uh, in Lord of the Rings. So he right, right, right. He didn't. Right, right, he wasn't able yeah. to do that. No, he was uh, he was a very, very, very ambitious thinker. Yes, um, and and quite honestly, had he been around in in our day and age, who's to say that he wouldn't have invented the helicopter? But at that time, in in history, they just didn't have the the technology. Well, but to... it's worth saying if he was around in our time, the helicopter's already been invented. Right. But so I'm, for him yeah. to 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 invent the helicopter now. Would be a little bit anticlimactic, I think. But he might – he could make an improvement on it. He could – Oh, absolutely. Uh, he could uh, upgrade in some way. Right. Um, but but you mentioned Michelangelo, this this great figure in in, in European history and um, it, it comes to mind St. Peter's Basilica um, where so much of his um, art – resides. Yes. And I think when I think about Peter's Basilica, I wonder about all of the spirits that are floating through that mm. um in in the in the galleys and the gullies and all the different rooms of the basilica and perhaps even the scullies. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what are the what kind of conversations are these historical f- spirits that are floating around inside the Piazza of the Basilica, what would they be saying to each other? Well, you know, I also talked about the sixth sense, and uh, mm-hmm. when when th- when that kid says "pay it forward," of course, yes, he's talking about all of these spirits and mm-hmm. their relationship to uh, the living souls. Um, the line the line I remember from that movie is when he says, "I see dead people." Yes. Yes, that is that is also one of the famous lines from that movie, um, and in fact, it's be- and he says it tellingly enough because he literally sees dead people, mm-hmm. but not everyone sees them. No, and that's I think the critical aspect of the story because if everybody saw them and and, and he said I see dead people, we, it, it, the reaction would be like, yeah, we know we see them too. Right, right. I do. If 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 the response to that was yeah, I do too. Would that movie have been as as suspenseful, as mm. scare, as scary, as mm. as 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 fun to watch, or or what have you? I suspect not, because in in those circumstances, if everybody saw them, there would be probably a moment of yes, we all see them. Therefore, what you're doing is not 
um, out of the ordinary. Right. Therefore, we don't have a story to tell. You don't have a story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if 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 I see dead people, yeah, so do I. That's the status quo. Uh-huh. That's what's normal. Right. Right. There's no story there. Right. Because if we all see dead people, then there's no story there. Yes. It, it, that's the status quo. Yes. Yes. And stories, the best stories are about breaking the status quo. Yes. In yes. the case of the sixth sense and in, in those circumstances, if he had said, guys, I don't see dead people. Then we have a story. Then we have a story. Then we have the beginnings of a story, but yes. we have to we have to tease it out. We have to. We well, have we're going to brainstorm. We're going to we're going to hopefully we're going to outline. We're going to spend some time mm-hmm. um, exploring the possibilities. Mm-hmm. We might we might we might call this a spit spitballing or throwing yes. things throwing things against the wall yes. or uh, blue sky thinking. We might call that. I want to blue sky think something with you because. You brought it up and we've started to delve into it, but we haven't gone as far as I would like to go. And that is the spiritual world, the paranormal, um, things beyond reality. Do they exist? Do they not exist? Are they figments of our imagination? How, how can we prove that which is uh, almost inherently unprovable? Well, do these topics cross over into the lines of spirituality and religion, or are they at their own separate topic? There's so much to raise here. In today's topic. Yes. Paranormal activity. I knew you were going to say that. Um, which is a, which is a form of telepathy. Mm-hmm. I love telepathy. It's I watch I DVR. I watch every day. Oh, I see. I see. You're making a little joke. I'm about making the, a yes. little joke yes. about that. Telepathy sounds yes. a little, just a little bit like television. Well, what they share, of course, is the uh, prefix tele t e l a t e l e. Excuse me, mm-hmm. which is Latin for mm-hmm. uh, for sight. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you um That's why telescope, telekinesis, television, um uh, telephone. Did uh, you um but how does telephone and sight work? I don't Well see because that. because now you we have Skype so you can you can actually see each other when you when you converse. Huh. Now did you study uh did you study um Latin when you were in um well, well, as you know, I went to uh, an exclusive boys' school. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Tipton and, upon Tipton upon Maine. Yes, Tipton upon Maine, and we were yes very uh, deeply engaged in the rigors of Latin study, and so mm-hmm. I, I take that with me where I go. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. It's a gift mm-hmm. that was given to me, and again, I'm trying to pay it forward in these moments when I can. A gift, not unlike a sixth sense. Again, yes. bring against coming back to. Um, this idea of do, do, do these spirits, these ghosts, these, uh, phantasms, phantasms, are they real? 
do they exist among us? Are they good? Are they bad? Do they smell like mm. anything? Do they taste like anything? Can you touch them? Can you see them? Can you interact with them? Right. Can we use our five senses mm. to access our sixth sense? Mm-hmm. I'm going mm-hmm. to begin uh, the inquiry with a broad question to you, Michael. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a ghost? Oh, man. Um, I've certainly uh, been afraid of ghosts, but no, I haven't ever seen a ghost. Mike, have you ever seen a ghost? No. Mm -hmm. I can say that unequivocally. Mm -hmm. Um, I've certainly felt like I was in the presence of greatness at various Mm -hmm. times in my Mm -hmm. life. You mentioned the Basilica. Um, I'm thinking about traveling to Spain and visiting Gaudi's masterpiece, his cathedral, and feeling the master's presence as I wandered through. These were very deep, very resonant connections I had with my environment. Now, was I projecting Gaudi, um, haunting those wonderful bones of the cathedral, or... Was Gaudi himself infused in the place in a way that can only be described as spiritual, mm. as spectral? Tell tell us more about Gaudi. Oh, gosh, where to begin? Gaudi, the eccentric Spaniard known for his offbeat architecture, which came to define, in a sense... Uh, modernist Spain, his his spires, his uh, his organic forms, all of that is uh, is is essential Gaudi. Mm. Mm. So he was an architect. Mm-hmm. He was an mm-hmm. architect. Yes, yes, one of the most important architects. Um, you know, of the of the great Spanish architects, he was perhaps the most important. Who are some of the other ones that you that you like? I mean, I'm just saying. So, for if if we wanted to maybe mm-hmm. even de- devote one entire uh, episode of topics on the great Spanish architects, yes, yes. obviously we're going and to, it, include- and it would be a great episode. And, and we'll, I, 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 well, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to tip it. Uh, in, in today's episode, because there are so many great Spanish architects, of which Gaudi is perhaps the most important. Mm-hmm. But 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 I don't want to tip it and say this one is better than that one until we until we actually have right. that particular episode. Fair enough. Fair yes. enough. Because there are so many. Yes. Like who? Like you said, Gaudi, well, like and then Gaudi. With Gaudi, the- Gaudi to me occupies the throne. You know, in 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 the court of great Spanish architecture. Who's, who, who's the who's the prince? Well, like who I, would I, the prince in gosh, that in that in that? Uh, gosh, there are, there are so many vying for the crown. I hate to uh, elevate one <laughs> to to the princehood, but uh, you know, Gaudi is certainly the king. Gaudi uh-huh. is certainly the king. So. Okay. But let's get back to um, ghosts and uh, goblins. And- I, yes, yes. I remember wandering the battlefield of Gettysburg one fine summer afternoon with my family and, 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 and looking out and feeling the presence of a great tragedy, which, of, which was, of course, the war between the states. Mm. It, was such a, 
It was that was really truly a war that we could not win because no matter who won, someone lost. Mm. And because both sides were fighting under the banner of America, no matter what uh one side was going to lose the scuffle. I, I would I agree with you in one sense, but disagree with you in another, which is to say that the southern side was not fighting under the banner of America. They were fighting under the, the banner of a new country, uh, the Confederacy. Mm. And then they had, they had their own flag, which was uh, the Confederate flag. I just am saying – It was a different banner. I'm just saying that brother was fighting brother. And yes. So it was a very uh, – it was, it was truly a civil war. Mm. Although there is nothing civil about war. Um, but it was, it was a terrible war and, um, you know, so many lives were lost. Oh, hundreds and hundreds of lives lost in, in this greatest of wars between the states. Um, and you can feel their presence, you know, these, mm -hmm. these soldiers, these brave young men dueling hand to hand, their bayonets stabbing repeatedly at each other. Uh, mm -hmm. through, through their clenched teeth fighting, perhaps for reasons that they don't even understand in the moment, mm -hmm. just knowing that it's it's that man or I, these blood-soaked fields, um, mm -hmm. this this great poetry of the era, Walt mm -hmm. Whitman, of course, with his mm -hmm. with his poems about the Civil War, mm -hmm. and you feel their presence even today. It, 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 their 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 presence the, the presence of Abraham Lincoln lingering over every important decision in America mm. even today mm. so ghostly then, yet so true mm. and then i find myself in my mind and suddenly i'm transported to the roman coliseum michael yes. and it's and it's many many hundreds of years ago and the Colosseum is filled with Romans and they're cheering and screaming. And down below in front of me, there is a, a chariot race. Yes. As the great Roman warrior, Ben-Hur, is riding on his chariot and everyone is cheering and, and there's excitement in the air. Oh, there's, there's, there's bloodlust with the Romans. You know, who will die today? Friends, Romans, countrymen. Lend me your ears. Yes, yes. In some cases, literally. In some cases, with bear baiting and, and the, the great gladiatorial contests, which seem mm -hmm. so savage today. And yet when you look at such, uh, such modern phenomena, such as mixed martial arts, you think, have we really evolved since those days of a hundred years ago? Right. Who, who, who are today's gladiators? Mm -hmm. uh, we, 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 you know, we, is it, we is see, it the rock? Is well, he we, a gladiator? It, we, we see the, the national, the national football league, Michael, yes. which is, which is a multi-billion dollar industry. And yet every week, weekend, men are charted off the field with any number of injuries. And we ask ourselves, are these today's gladiators? What are does it mean? I'm not a sports fan. What does it mean to be charted off the field? Uh, taken off the field. 
because you you've been injured, a, so you a, need to on a chart. Oh, well, it's a gurney. It's a yeah, a gurney or a or a chart or a, oh. a, a a a bed. I just hadn't heard the word chart before, so thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, like when when a when an athlete is injured and they the the they run out and they chart him off the field. Got it. Understood. I guess I had thought it was carted off the field. That works too. Uh huh. That that works too. I I cho- I in this instance went for charted, but. Are these today's gladiators? Mm. These these men in 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 armor, uh, tackling each other uh, for our entertainment. Well, I would would say that one of the main differences, of course, between today's NFL warriors and the gladiators of your is that in the Roman Colosseum 100, 200 years ago, these men were not there by choice. They were slaves. Mm. They were enslaved and compelled to fight for their lives. Mm. Um, Sometimes they would win their freedom. Mm -hmm. But mostly they would die in glorious deaths there in the sand of Rome. Mm. Uh, The NFL players are rewarded richly. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, for their combat, although in the case of some of these uh, players with the head injuries and uh, the, the, the debilitating injuries they receive, no amount of money could possibly be worth what they endure in later life. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make that point because I think it's so important um, that we finally recognize, you and I, Michael, that we, you and I recognize um, the tragedy that some of these men have to endure on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Because it's not something that you and I ever discuss, and I think we need to. You're talking about football players? Yes. 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 Should we just – do you, do you want to just take a brief, uh, a brief no, I moment think it's of a, silence for that? No, I think it's something we should we should talk about for a few hours when we're done recording this podcast. But I'm just saying – I'm just saying do you want to just take a brief moment of silence? I thought you wanted to do a brief moment of silence. I hadn't said anything about a brief moment of silence, but if, if you feel like that's uh, appropriate, then sure. I'm, I'm suggesting that. Yes. OK. So uh, let's start that now. Okay, they really they really do deserve that. Um, those who have fallen and and those who are currently falling because their knees gave out. But we were talking about ghosts and phantoms and apparitions yes. and 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 uh, presences. I wonder. You know, sometimes the lights will flash on and off in my home, mm-hmm. and I think. Is that somebody from the other side trying to communicate with me or is that simply a, a, a fluctuation in the energy grid? Well, what sort of spirits or specters are dwelling inside your house, Mike? Well, my home was constructed in 2000. Mm. And so we're only the second owners of this house. And so I know- maybe, maybe there's the ghost of the first owners all the way back in 2000. Well, no, because they moved to Australia. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a very nice couple. Mm-hmm. And they had a 12-year-old daughter and they, they, she relocated to Australia, which is why the house 
uh, went on the market. Oh, okay. And to my knowledge, they're all alive and well. Okay. And you, Michael. Hmm. What about the ghosts in my house? Yes. Um, I have to, I'd have to do the research because I don't know the history yet of the, uh, the place that we're living. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I can, I can say that we have a, a lovely view of the San Gabriel mountains and the feng shui in this house seems very nice. The energies of the uh spaces mm. um flow nicely so that there's I never feel cluttered or encumbered in any way when I'm in this space. Well now you've brought up a whole other uh important avenue of discussion which is eastern ghosts. Mm-hmm. You know, we've only really talked about western ghosts and I just feel mm-hmm. like we're so prejudiced in western culture towards western ghosts that we never really consider the beauty and wisdom of the ancient Eastern goats, ghosts, mm-hmm. goats, mm-hmm. goats, goats or ghosts, uh, ghosts, I suppose goats. I don't know as much about. Um, I know a little bit about Eastern goats. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been present in Asia since, Thousands of years before Christ. Yes. Um, Goats play a very, very pivotal role in um, biblical, you know, biblical stories. Um, They didn't have, they didn't have the Bible in the East though. No, but I'm saying, but they talk about it in the Bible. They talk about it. Eastern goats specifically? Not Eastern goats, but goats. Hmm. And the creation of you know, there's the Holy Land, and and um, uh, you know, you know, Bethlehem, and, and yes, yes, Bethlehem goats, yes, and and all of that stuff, and Jonah and the whale, yes, and the and and Jonah and the whale and the goat, yes, and 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 um, how you know they talk about how. Um, some of the apostles and how they crossed down through the you know through Jericho and and yes. with with the with all of the the goats yes yes a thousand yeses yes um you really do know quite a bit more about about goats than I would have suspected particularly in relationship to the Bible right and well I, yeah. So well, there's you. just these there's just these amazing stories about the apostles as they traverse Djibouti and and yes. and uh, Nineveh and with all of these different types of goats. It's a really interesting history there. Um, as a, as a just a quick aside, I saw a woman yesterday on the street, a very mm-hmm. attractive woman. And I said to her, I'd like to traverse your Djibouti. Mm. And of course, I'm making light of something now, but but she really did have a nice a nice can. <laughs> so I feel like this conversation's uh, devolved a, <laughs> a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> I want to bring it. We started. We started talking about uh, spirits and yes. wraiths and. 
presences and phantoms. And now all of a sudden we're talking about some woman that you uh, hit on on a subway <laughs> that you uh, yes. kind of kind of uh, inappropriately in some way. Yes. Uh, and, and I, I have to I, I have to confess this is the, the, what I said was purely fictional. As you know, uh, I'm married, and I, I don't even I don't even see other women in that way anymore. Right um, now right. that I'm married, because in the dis, in your description of it, it really made you sound yes. kind of yes, it's, it made me sound a little lecherous, and I apologize. Kind, kind I apologize. of <laughs> made you sound kind of disgusting. Well. <laughs> It was really just a joke, and I, yeah, I, I yeah. hope that. Well, uh, but they always say like truth is spoken in jest, and well, you, just, you just came across <laughs> you came across so no, unlike- I understand so but- unlikable. <laughs> I understand, but but it, as I say, it really uh, was just a fictionalization, like a play on words. And so, yeah. Anyway, I, I, it's yeah. not something I would do or, or say. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I've, I've I've certainly been around you long enough to know that it's it's not the craziest thing in the world that you would say something like that. Well, but um, it's a little uh, bit crazy because I'm married, <laughs> and I, I don't think I would say something. Right, like right, right. That, right. So. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Some of these Eastern ghosts, though, um, I'm reminded now of uh, something uh, that Confucius say. Mm. And Confucius, of course, the great Japanese philosopher mm-hmm. upon which so upon which so much of Eastern thought is based. Um, he has so many sayings that that man. Yes, uh, many of which have come down to us through the ages and are famous sayings. Mm-hmm. So. Well, the 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 whole the whole uh, the word confused, of course, comes from Confucius, right? Because if you if you read his sayings, you go, "What the heck is this guy talking about?" Yep. Let Let's go out on some. Let, let's let let let's. Uh, I'll I'll throw out one of Confucius's most uh, oft uh, quoted quotes, and you and I can. Uh, uh, have a word or two on that, and then maybe we'll wrap up this episode, which I feel like, unfortunately, we did not accomplish our guideline today. We did not get to 80% of uh, uh, paranormal activity, although I do think we may have approached 80% in, in the subject of ghosts. Agreed. Um, so, you Agreed. know, one, one slice of the pie was consumed. There's a lot more to be eaten. And again, that's a suggestion to the listeners. But you had, you had something from Confucius that you wanted to read. I did. And then we can talk about it and then briefly and then I think uh, we'll uh, reconvene shortly and have, do another episode. Mm-hmm. Michael, Confucius say, Wisdom compassion and courage no i don't like that one confucius say it does not matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop Mm -hmm. what do you think about that i disagree okay i disagree okay because the body at motion is mm-hmm. is powerful. Mm-hmm. Yes. The body at rest is also powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, the body at rest is the body in contemplation, mm-hmm. in, in introspection. The body in motion is is uh, is the body striving, is the body uh, attempting, is the body reaching 
but without that contemplation, without that introspection, to to what end does the body strive? Mm. Both components are equally important. What do you think? I want to think about it. And I want to think about a lot of what we've discussed today. Like what? Um, I want to think about the Basilica. Mm-hmm. I want to think about Gaudi. Yes. I want to think well, about... And, and, and while you're at it, please think of some of the other great Spanish architects. I will. Um, I want to think about the Civil War. Yes. I want to think about the Colosseum and Ben-Hur. Although I do, I do want to inject something um, because I, I do think it bears repeating because it's such an important thing that I said. I said, there are no civil wars. Right. Why? Why? Why what? Why aren't there? Because war by its nature is uncivil. Mm. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. So I just think there's a lot to reflect on today. And um, I think, as you said, I think maybe today we, we fell short of our goal of 80%. I'm, I'm putting us at, at 35% mm-hmm. in, terms of, in terms of completion of the topic, which gives our listeners a whopping 65% of the topic to cover on their own after, this, after we finish today's podcast. Yeah, and, and uh, there's no time limit on that. You know, I would encourage everybody to to begin immediately, mm-hmm. but let the conversation take you where it's going to take you. Believe me, when Michael and I started this conversation, I did not expect to learn anything about goats. And yet here I am much richer for having started a conversation about the paranormal in terms of my knowledge of goats. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. And I think if I could just throw throw out a, you know, a, a general my my best guess as to for the listeners how long i think completing the topic is going to take them in terms of actual yes. uh time i think it's a probably a 3 hour conversation to That's get a, to that sounds right yeah to get to the full 100% given that we've gotten about 35% uh covered so in the conversation of paranormal activity i'm I'm proposing to people that they have a 3 uh, roughly 3 hour conversation with a friend and, about it. And a further suggestion, spread that out. It can be over several sessions. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Does, it, it need not be a three-hour conversation. If it is a three-hour conversation, that's, great. That's fine. That's fine. And, if, yeah. and, and, and again, you know, take a page out of our book. If something funny happens, great. It doesn't all have to be serious. No. Um, maybe you think of things that we didn't think of. Maybe you, mm-hmm. you, maybe you propose doing uh, tests uh, about the paranormal. You can take mm-hmm. it. You can take it out of the arena of conversation mm-hmm. and into mm-hmm. the arena of action. Mm-hmm. You know, and you I, could and also, you yeah, you could you could bring visuals into it. Yes. You could you could have fun with it. You could do slideshows. You could do. Um, you know, a visual presentation that involves s- slides. Or- Can I make a suggestion? And maybe, maybe this is too much, or maybe this is crazy. I don't know. Um, but you know, maybe there's a party, a, 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 mm-hmm. a, a paranormal themed party uh, where you invite. Ju- yes, you invite your friends and and you you play psychic games. You do Ouija boards. You conduct a séance. I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but but make it fun. It doesn't have to yeah, be right. this thing, this assignment. Right. Everybody bring a goat theme, a ghost themed uh, food to the to this party. So, for example, I might bring um, scary mac and cheese. Right. 
you know, right. or, and then that's a very, very, that's, it was just right off the top of my head. I think, no, but, it was, but, the, but can I tell you something? It was a great suggestion because people like mac and cheese, but it's scary so that it kind of incorporates the supernatural element to it. So mm-hmm. I, honestly, great suggestion. Thanks. Thank you. Um, I think on, honestly, if I, if, if I were to be invited to this party, I anticipate that I would probably end up not doing scary mac and cheese because I think I can do better than that. I, but maybe, maybe, maybe what you're saying is no need, there's no need to do better than that because it's already really good. It's really, really good. And if you want to, if you want to take it, you know, a step further in a different direction, by all means, I'm yeah. not, ha- incidentally, I'm not having this party. So don't show up at my house with the scary mac and cheese. I won't. I, I guarantee you I won't do that because uh, I actually know that you're not having the party because that's not something that you do. That's right. That, that often. That's right. Very rarely. Um, um, but we look, we've had a great episode. Um, we've covered a lot of ground, a lot of surprising ground. Mm-hmm. We've ranged far. We've ranged wide. Um, much like the uh, ranging habits of some goats that I heard about once, Michael. Oh, oh Michael. <laughs> so um, to all the listeners, I hope you'll continue this conversation in your own lives. To Michael, I hope you'll reflect on what we talked about. I know I certainly will. And until next time, I look forward to discussing with you topics. As do I. Hello. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Topics. Please help us get the word out about the show by writing us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you'd like to write to us a question or a comment about this episode or any episode, please do. Our email address is topicspodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you.